0: Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School
1: District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today, we're here to talk about CERC, which stands for Creativity, Innovation, and Research Center. I'm joined by Kelly Del Greco, K-4 through librarian and CERC teacher, and Eric Fogel, who is a fifth, sixth grade librarian and CERC teacher. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. So, Kelly, let's start with you. What is CERC? And is it just an extension of the library or something different?
2: So, as you said, um, CERC is an acronym, and it stands for Creativity, Innovation, and Research Center. It's a place where students can research, collaborate, participate in design thinking projects, and, of course, check out books, because we're in a library, too. it basically transforms the library into a place where students can get both print materials and then of course access electronic resources.
0: We do often collaborate with other classroom teachers in the building uh, and so CIRC can be an enhancement to the regular classroom learning uh, and also each building uh, utilizes CIRC in a unique way that uh, respects the staff and student needs of each building. So we do have a little bit of differences across the school district.
1: Okay. Well, Eric, let's continue with you. Give us a, a snapshot. What kinds of things do students
0: do in CERC? Um, in Hain Middle School, for example, we do a lot of group collaboration projects. Uh, we really try to focus on creative thinking through uh, problems that are what I quote uh, ungoogleable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we give them a project that's uh, you know like an assignment, and then they work in groups to solve that project. What we do here is I have a lot of uh, technology available, such as coding robots uh, or laser cutters and so when we combine these uh, this technology together uh, we do lots of really fun projects with the students so i truly focus on low floor and high ceiling what that basically means is any student can feel safe to try to solve that problem but then they can take it as far as they want love that that's a great way to describe it. how about you kelly
2: Well, at the beginning of each school year, we try to kick off with a design thinking project, and this is in grades one through four. So they're all kind of working on the same project. Design thinking is seeking understanding of our users, challenging assumptions, redefining problems, and collaborating to discover creative, innovative solutions. So last school year, we started off with a project that involved creating a dog toy, because I thought this would be fun project for the kids. Um, So they had to actually select a dog breed. They had to research the dog to find out what type of dog it is and how it would probably interact with a toy. And then they spent some time researching and thinking about what was already out there and then how could they take those ideas and turn it into something new. And so we got a wild variety of ideas, things that already existed some very innovative <laughs> ideas. You know what kids can come up with. <laughs> I'm
1: sure. I'm sure.
2: But this year, we're kicking it off with a lunchbox project. So we are actually right now collecting data from second, third, and fourth graders on their current lunchboxes that they use. What they like about them, what they don't like about them. Things like is it keeping the food cold? Is it keeping the food warm? And then we researched a little bit about the history of lunchboxes. And they're going to try to determine what would make a perfect lunchbox, and see if they can come up with some unique ideas. So that's how we're kind of kicking off every school year is with just kind of a different way to think about, um, you know, creating new products and really thinking about doing that research portion of it. So tying in all those areas of CIRC that I mentioned, um, you know, the creativity, the innovation, and the research, all into one project. Right. But as the year goes on, we do a lot of things. Um, Curriculum-connected projects, we do basic research skills, uh, digital citizenship, learn about new authors and genres. So we're pretty busy as the school year goes on.
1: Okay. So Eric, are there specific ways you can point to that CERC helps students in their personal development?
0: Um, We don't really uh, teach students just to be students, we try to really focus them on the future. And so what we truly try to do is focus on what we call the four Cs, uh, communication, collaboration, uh, creativity, and critical thinking. This is nothing new in the education world, but it's something that we really try to focus on in the CIRC because when our students grow up and join the workforce, many of the jobs they're gonna be working at probably have not even been invented yet. So if they're able to, Uh, communicate well with other people, that is a skill, that's a lifelong skill that they can use. If they can collaborate with other people, that's a lifelong skill they can use. Uh, And then critical thinking is huge because we want to be able to uh, create, you know, students that are able to solve problems that we haven't even seen yet. So that is, and so you have to be creative, to think critically and solve those problems. So we really try to focus on those four C's. Okay.
2: Another big area um, that I really focus on with the students is embracing failure. I say this is a place where you can come and you can totally fail on a project because engineers never get it right on the first try. It may take them hundreds of different times of testing out ideas to get it right. So we say, you know, it's okay to come here and try out something new, try out something different, and it may not turn out the, you know, the right way the first time. So taking those risks in CERC is a very important thing that, you know, we talk about and saying it's okay to sometimes fail here because that's what happens with engineers.
1: How, how striking your program is, I'm recalling my experience in school as a kid, it was all about the past. And it was all about be quiet, keep your voice down. But it truly is a place to take risks, try new things, think about your future. So I know, Kelly, you mentioned the Lunchbox Box project, but what are some of your other favorite projects that that you can point to?
2: Well, we try a variety of different projects every year, but I do have a few favorites that we do keep around. First grade loves their snow shovel project. Um, Each year they're trying to use recyclable materials to build a snow shovel here in the Cirque space that could hold the most snow and it would be basically like those styrofoam peanuts. (laughs) And so then they have a blast. They use all different things like cereal boxes and, you know, paper towel rolls and they're coming up with all these great ideas and then we test the designs right in the room to see if it could lift up the snow and they have a blast. Fourth grade has a roller coaster engineering project, kind of like a marble run that they create. So that ties in with their curriculum with motion and design, and they they work together. It's collaborative, and they're building these great coasters and thinking about how that all you know ties together with what they're learning in the
0: classroom. Awesome, Eric. How about fifth, sixth grade level? I uh, some of, I try. Not to do the same projects uh, too frequently because uh, I only have the students for two years so I like to have things a little bit more uh, you know, which is a lot more you know, versatile last year we really did we worked with these kits called the hummingbird robotics kits and they combined a sensor and a motor and we created what we call jump scare robots uh, where if you if somebody covered a light sensor a uh, a motor would trigger and it would something would spin or pop out of a box uh so that was a lot of fun students really enjoyed that and last year um i we received a few uh uh, vacuum forming machines uh where you melt some plastic and you stick a vacuum cleaner with it and it would create a mold Hmm. and so the students uh, created molds. We uh, poured soap into the molds, and so the students also learned a little bit of the science of how soap works. So we uh, had a, a little kit that showed what a soap molecule looks like and what oil molecule and what uh, water molecules look like, and how soap uh, takes on the properties of both and you know keeps our hands and germs free. Uh, so that was a lot of fun, um, and so that those are some of my more interesting projects but we also don't always use some sort of technology the uh sometimes it's just a exacto knife hot glue gun and cardboard and uh, so we've also created watches for people who are visually impaired and so the students learned uh, a little bit about braille and you know how to create a watch that could tell time without being able to see it, uh, and then my extra bonus challenge was so they couldn't hear it either. So you <laughs> can't just say, "Hey Siri, what time is it?" Right. Uh, <laughs> so they can't cheat their way out of it. That's quite the challenge. Let me ask you,
1: Eric: How long has the CIRC program been around at Seneca Valley? Um, I think
0: about this is maybe our fifth year uh, for CIRC. Fifth or uh, sixth? Fifth or sixth? Maybe it's it's uh kind of. Turning into a blur here because uh, it's it's been a uh, a whirlwind fun activity uh, being a circ teacher. Well, you know
1: the famous saying: the only constant in life is change. So let's talk about circ. How is it evolving today?
2: I think much like traditional libraries, um, you know, this space has had quite an overhaul. We we have a big castle in the middle of our CVE uh, room, so each space kind of has their own theme to it, uh, plus the library surrounding it. Uh, but, you know, we're working towards the goals of innovation, as we said, making those connections, collaboration, creativity, um, and we want to give all of our students these opportunities and you know we mix that in with new technology and also just discovering new authors and ways of thinking like an engineer so i feel like over the years we just keep building on it and giving the students more and more opportunities to think
0: yeah great um and also like you know so much of the students are learning something i've been learning uh, this entire process so i have been evolving as well uh, so I've had to learn how to use many of this uh, technology that we use here uh, in the surf department. Uh, so I use it to, you know, so I know enough to teach my students how to use it. Um, I, I'm a kind of dive right in kind of person. So if I get something fun and new, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how to use it right away. Yeah. And I usually, like Kelly said earlier, uh, we do encourage not encourage failure. That's not the right way of saying it, but we 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 celebrate failure just as much as we celebrate success. Uh, and so many of my lessons are kind of like that way too. My lessons that I design here are either huge successes or some of them have been epic failures. And, you know, and I just kind of like, hey, we learned, uh, we, we try and, and not everything's gonna work out great. And so I, I am open with the students on, you know, if a lesson didn't turn out the way I expected it to. Um, I'm happy with both because uh, we learn from uh, both our successes and our failures.
1: Yeah, a lot to be said there. I, you know, a lot of people don't realize if you're not failing, it probably means you're not trying, right? So Yes. For both of you, Kelly, just any additional thoughts that, that parents and students should know about CIRC?
0: I
2: just uh, want to pass along to the families at CVE that we are so grateful for both our PTO and the families for all their help with our circ space. Um, They do supply us with a lot of new and recyclable materials to support all of our creative projects. You know, we have over 750 students in this building. And if, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to do some of the amazing things that we do in here each and every year.
0: Great, great. Eric? And uh, yeah, I could piggyback right on that with Kelly, because uh, the Hain uh, families and PTO have also been very, very supportive of our of our CERC program. Uh, the administrators here at Hain uh, Middle School have been very, very supportive of everything I've done. Uh, and so every time I, I'm i like, I'm worried, I'm like, oh, are they gonna say, no, I can't do this lesson? Like, can I bring a crock pot and melt soap in here? Is that okay? And they've always you know uh, given me a pat on the bat and sit back and say, yes, you can you can do it, we trust you. And uh, so thank you to the district and to all of our families and and PTOs as well. Awesome. And thank you both for all of your
1: great work. I'm sure the students are getting a lot out of this as, as well as their parents are. So again, we are joined with Kelly Del Greco and Eric Fogel. Thanks for joining us and have a great rest of your day.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much. Take care.